listening to Sunset Flip Radio. We are on the path to 100 episodes, almost at triple digits here on Sunset Flip Radio. Ooh. Yes, welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio for the 98th time. I'm one of your co-hosts, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi, always joined with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Alex, hey. what's going on? Uh, nothing much, Tom. What's going on, man? Just excited to... Uh... To record today, and, it is. And, you know, we've got it's a lot exciting. to talk about. It man. is exciting to record because once again, we always come to you live with a brand new episode. Normally, well, first it started on Tuesdays, then we took a shift to Thursdays, and now it just happens. Yeah, we're like whenever we down. can. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's good. Yeah, we'll we'll switch days four times throughout the year, like SmackDown, and then uh, you know, never really find a comfort until you get bought out by Fox or billions of dollars but we're not getting bought up by anybody right, right now we're and just we're struggling podcasters at 10 o'clock hard That's yeah a hard stop yeah right. it is <laughs> we're uh we're struggling podcasters who just entered the galaxy that is known as that is known as tiktok well, yes we are on tiktok everybody at sunset flip radio yeah and we're um, so washed because i have no clue how to use TikTok. yeah it's kind of comical how we're gonna treat this uh we're gonna try and do our best with it it's not as easy as facebook and instagram so I got to take a TikTok class and how to make successful ones. But like I show Alex before, we have a couple hundred views already uh, for two videos that we put that we placed today. Um, emo, but emo Tom was in the house. I was yeah. yeah the, I, I was cracking Rabini. up. Yeah, I was yeah. cracking up. At That's because it's, it's it. cold in my house because uh, well, we almost had to cancel the episode this week because of uh, studio renovations, aka my house. Um, the floors are getting renovated, but they finished up in time enough so we can provide you the quality content that you deserve every week. And we're not dying on uh, hard, noxious fumes. No, we're not. Uh, I mean, that would be a good way to go down swinging, talking about why the WWE sucks <laughs> while while taking fumes. But um, like huffing. Yeah, huffing. That's how people yeah. get high. Talking. I remember there was an episode of Seventh Heaven, and this is the only episode of Seventh Heaven where ever I ever huff, seen, yeah. where they were huffing spray paint in the school locker. Yep. And I and I was like, because I never watch it, but like my sisters did and my and my parents did. Wow, we had a Seventh Heaven reference on a wrestling. I know. Podcast. I don't know why I thought of that. Who had that on your bingo uh, card? On, I was huffing, but uh, no, nah, no, no huffing today. Just circle trying to. Circle hits the square today. Yeah, circle. I love that. I love Hollywood Squares. I used to watch it as a kid all the time. Circle takes oh, a square. Oh my god! If it, I if it, I was, it was ever like a, it was a pastime for me. If I was ever in like a really like hardcore band, they would be called Circle Takes a Square. Just because it's just a cool name. Have you Googled it? No. I feel like it, it was. Maybe. Yeah, who knows? I didn't. Yeah, we I never Googled it. Freehold, we can just patent the name or trademark or however. Yeah, Circle Takes a Square. But, I mean. Circle Takes a Dump. <laughs> we're, um, like I said before, well, I didn't really say it, but I'll say it now. We are on the road to Elimination Chamber. But, you know what? I mean, when I was really thinking about, you know, what for us to talk about we always say hey you know let's talk about wwe talk about wwe it's like saudi arabia chamber, saudi arabia all this shit chamber. you know we we're gonna switch it up only because i mean change is always good that's what everyone says right but um last night uh i attended uh aew elevation or dark elevation dynamite oh and rampage God. i didn't know all that was yes going on. i attended the show last night in one yep Boy. four hours Jeez. Four, it was four hours and 20 minutes at the Atlantic City uh, Boardwalk Hall. One hour here, two hours there, one yeah. hour. Yeah. I got it. Now, one, two, one. let me uh, just, first of all, the scene, okay, it wasn't sold out. I heard. 
Um, there were a lot of seats still available, um, but they did a good job of you know not showing where the empty seats were. Um, I was sitting. They had a well. I was watching at home. I actually watched the whole episode. Everybody can be proud of me. Mm. My wife actually watched it. And for she's a never guy that anything, doesn't so. watch AEW, you watched the whole episode, which is good. Well, you were there. So, yeah, I mean, that was really if, the only. If thing I, I cared wasn't about. there, I would have watched it through Twitter. Yeah, and bits and pieces. Just to see who the, the surprise team. opponent yeah, was for Isaiah Cassidy. Normally, I watch a Forged in Fire. Such a great show where they mm-hmm. make swords and shit. It's, it's awesome. But today, I gave Dynamite a chance. You did. <clears throat> when I came over, I told you I had some gripes because I was like, "This shit doesn't make sense." Well, you know what it is like. Okay, and it wasn't out of context because I am following along. Mm-hmm. Like people, yeah, I don't watch it religiously, but I know what goes on. I am aware of people's storylines and stuff. From an outside perspective, looking in, certain segments didn't do it for me because I couldn't. I just couldn't get past how poor they were. Other things were just awesome, immaculate, different camera angles. I was tired of watching, and we're and here in Excalibur, and we're going to continue this match in picture in picture. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. Just, just there's go a to lot break. Of, there's a lot back. of picture in picture I can't, in, I, on AEW. That was killing me. Between but Rampage and Dynamite, they do a lot of picture in picture. Everything is small. Yeah. I didn't understand the Sammy Guevara cue cards. He came out to do cue cards uh-huh. in the picture in picture, mm-hmm. by the way. I don't know if obviously that didn't. Well, show. they showed that on like the, the video board. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Like, like we saw him in the ramp because I, I was sitting six rows from the ring. Yeah. Tom probably got a lot of blood on his face. He was yeah. I was, I was six rows from that. I, I mean, was on Moxley the right side. Moxley was like within like a. Moxley was probably eight feet, eight feet for me. Yeah. If I didn't watch the episode back, but I think the camera was facing me when he was in the crowd, so you may see my fat head there. I was trying. Aubrey got a yeah. picture because I stopped. She it saw my arm. I seen it, and yeah. I was like, "That's Tom's arm," and she was like, "No, it's not." And I the said, macho just man. Give me yeah. The, yeah, just give me the thing. I know. And Tom's apparently, arm. my uh, one of my signs made it on TV. Now I'm a 35 year old man. I made four wrestling signs because I said to myself, "When am I ever going to oh. sit six rows?" Oh, I rows? didn't know you made a bunch of them. I made four, well two signs front and back. Four, got it. Um, yeah. Oh, I so didn't know I had one made. for the podcast. Right. That's had, the only one I, I had. One for Chris Statlander, who didn't even wrestle. Yeah. I had one for Kip Sabian, who I'll get to in a minute, and then one that of them said, uh, "MJF plays penny slots." <laughs> um, so that one I was holding during the intro, during the segment, and I knew that he was coming first because at seven fifty-five, when Dark Elevation ended, they rolled down the ramp. It, the, uh, the the Yep. The scarf mm-hmm. runway, I yep. guess you can say. But, I mean, I I just want to talk about a, a couple points that definitely differ AEW than WWE, in my opinion, from the shows that we've been to. Because we've been to four shows together for WWE, and this is my second AEW show. The fans are completely opposite. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this last week. Because, I mean, that's has to be expected. Though, yeah. So, like, and we knew that from watching on television. Yeah. Yes. The wrestling, there's a lot of wrestling in AEW tapings and shows. Like, for example, during Dark Elevation, when one match ended, the next one started right away. Mm. So, cause they because stre- they stretch Elevation different... out for over an hour, but it's really yeah. only like 40 minutes of wrestling. Yeah. Same thing at Rampage. I mean, Dynamite's more spread out because of commercial breaks and stuff. Right. But then you got an extra um, hour. Yeah. Also, yeah, the um, there's more emphasis on wrestling, definitely. 
There weren't many talking segments between the three shows. Most of the talking happened in Dynamite because that's what the segments that they planned, obviously. Mm -hmm. There was no talking segments on Dark Elevation, and there was no talking segments on Rampage either. For this week, at least. For this week. Yeah. But, I mean, besides the backstage thing that Mark Henry does, and there's a small backstage with the Young Bucks during Rampage, everything else happened on Dynamite, which is only like two or three segments. Every pot... I'm so... My podcast I was listening to today on my way here to work, and then on my way here, I never I didn't finish it. But everybody's talking about the show, and they're goo goo gaga over it, and mm. I just can't get on board. What the show Dynamite? Yesterday, the whole show or just yesterday's show? Yesterday. Okay. Show. Well, I will say this: I've been watching Dynamite since the first episode, not just because I was there. I do think yesterday's Dynamite, with the exception of the one in New York, with when it was Daniel, at the uh, yeah, the tennis Dr. center. Ash, yep. It was probably one of the best ones. That's the in my opinion the consensus on yeah. the other podcasts. Um, that ex- same sentiment. Yeah. The the fans. I mean, they're they're a lot older. There's yeah. not there's not many children because like what we said last week, WWE is it's more not geared towards them. It no, the WWE is entertainment driven, right. and this is more wrestling driven. So you're gonna get the smart mark fans. You're gonna get the. Uh, you're gonna get the older dudes like you in see their a lot of like fans early forties like our age for themselves though yeah like you can see it for through the signs and everybody's just trying to get themselves over mm-hmm. um but like I I noticed that yeah right off the bat like you can see when they pan through the crowd you're like okay this is completely different mm-hmm. already and nobody came out yet. oh yeah yeah a lot of uh a lot of fans cosplayed. A lot of orange. There were a lot of orange Cassidy fans. There were a lot, <laughs> a lot of, of uh, fucking denim. Yeah. yeah, there was orange Cassidy fans. There was some dude dressed up like CM Punk. There was people dressed up like Hangman, like dressed up like with, like, like with slacks. No, like the slacks and like cowboy hat on stuff like that. But the like the biggest thing that I noticed was um, how much shit talking about the WWE was going on the line because I was standing in line at five thirty. Uh, doors open at six, and everyone was just talking about two things: how bad the Royal Rumble was, and how Vince is going to sell the company within the year. So, the 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 fans were more rabid, in my opinion. Like you know, they were going there. It was crazy. It was loud in there. It was crazy. They have such a strong fan base they for do. something that's been around for about two and a half, going on three years. It kind right? it kind of gives me like vibes strong. of NXT. Like NXT black and gold vibes, with the chance. I I think and I think it's the demeanor. On a, it's on a it's on a bigger level than that. The reason oh, no, why I is. say that it's is because people. remember, these guys are touring and mm-hmm. they're getting people across the country. NXT was always that same full sale crowd. Yeah. So of course you know, and, and it's funny we we're talking about this because in NXT on NXT this past Tuesday. Dolph Ziggler made an appearance, and he actually kind of referenced that. I really enjoyed Dolph Ziggler yeah. there. I oh, liked too. him. I, I liked him for that minute because if that's what they need, because I want to see, I want to see now. I'm thinking Champa's going to come up one day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would like, I would love to see Champa for Ziggler. Well, you know, we all know he's been on main event a bunch of times. And stuff, yeah, I mean, Dol- yeah. Dolph Ziggler is such a versatile wrestler, and first of all, he sell, he's one of the best sellers I've ever seen. He's very versatile in the ring. And I think anywhere you put him, he does a good job. I mean, he can still talk like he talked when he was champion 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? So to put Dolph Ziggler back in NXT, or actually not back, but to put him in NXT, even though it's not black and gold, but it's more entertainment driven, I think that's right up his alley. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of feel bad for Bobby Roode now, but it is what it is. He had he had his <laughs> yeah. time to shine, but in the complete opposite way of an of yeah. NXT. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, I mean, the fans were the fans were great. They were loud, a lot of chanting. Um, the show overall was really good. I mean, the pyro was good. Justin Roberts was good. You know, the the wrestling was really good. I mean, dark elevation. The first there was like six matches. The first three were squashes with, like, mid-card guys against jobbers okay. and women. And then, well, funny story is the, the cast of Jersey Shore was there. If anybody saw my our story on Instagram. Was, uh, was yeah. Jay Wow's? He won a match. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, he oh, beat, he awesome. beat uh, Serpentigo from Chaos Project Wow. in a match, yeah. But the reason why is because I guess like the the situation got he didn't he really didn't get involved like he it's an angle no it's not an angle oh, I think right. the situation just like um he distracted Serpentigo and then Zach Clayton that's his name yeah he, Zach he oh so match. he goes by his actual name also. yeah um but I mean that was there for the entertainment part obviously because uh, they and it was funny because they left like instantly after the match was done. Oh shit! All so right. they were like they because they were filming their own show. Like Dina was there, JWoww was there. Oh, so that'll make situation it. Situation was make there. It yeah, at the end of the situation year, sure. was there, and his <clears throat> wife was there too. But um, I seen in the picture um that you sent you I seen uh, JWoww and um mm-hmm. uh, situations wife yeah Lauren's Lauren's yeah and then uh oh, today's no today's Jersey's by the today's way today's Jersey's gotta go home and watch that <laughs> but uh where's co- the beach you don't remember that. Yeah, but Snooki, and she got arrested. Yeah. So a cool thing was I had a chance to meet Kip Sabian again. Um, I had a Kip Sabian T-shirt. Well, Kip Sabian's gimmick for the longest time has been a box on his head ever since the the angle with Miro. So yeah, that's uh, his job talk now. About carrying it yeah. out. That's long term story, but uh, his job now is to sit in the crowd with a box on his head and just sit. So with that the fans. was him. That was him. Oh. He does that every week. Either he does it on Dynamite or Rampage or or Elevation or Dark. He wrestles though, right? No. Oh, okay. He hasn't wrestled in a very long time. All right. But he pre-box. Yeah. Got. It. He sat in the same area for the all three shows. All right, I seen him, and you yeah. can see him, and He's I saw always him. on camera. And I had, shot. I saw him out of the corner of my eye. And... You had great seats, but you were barely on camera shot because where people were talking <laughs> was right where you were yeah they had to move out of the way for me to see you all the time because i was watching like a hawk just to just to see you and try to pop i was like oh kofi kingston just dropped um <laughs> tom's completely fine with yeah that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just bury just lay there and get buried buddy it's all right i'll pick you up after the show right um no i had a chance to meet kip saban he, he was he was really cool he didn't say a word that like, he just he played the gimmick the gimmick was like a mime and um, he wore the same suit that he wore when we saw him. Oh, the maroon colored yeah, suit. Yep. Tight, and tight, um, skinny suit. And I had a sign that said, push Kip Sabian. Because I knew he was going to be there. And I had my Kip Sabian t-shirt on. The only reason why I bought it is because it looks kind of emo. And I think it's cool. It was like him sitting on like on a... It's him sitting with a box on his head and like the stairs. Like how the Joker dances on. Mm-hmm. But like he's sitting at the top of the stairs. And it says overrated, underrated or whatever. So I wore it. And uh, I saw him. And he gave me a hug. Because I, I think 
I was the only person in attendance that said that had a Kip Sabian sign, and um, we took a picture. I think I think he's gonna post it on his Instagram or Twitter, and I posted it and on our social media. But uh, I mean, the energy for the show was great. I mean, all the matches are great. Keith Lee comes back. Uh, the pop for Keith Lee was really big. Everybody in the line going into the place. I I said Keith Lee from the beginning. The guy in front of me said it was Jeff Hardy, and the guy behind me is like, "No, nah, man, it's gonna be someone from Japan." And like, I was, I was like, "It's gonna be Keith Lee because because Hardy can't wrestle with AEW because he's gonna go to AEW. He'd be stupid not to." Well, Matt had not said until something. March tenth he can go. Yeah, and then uh, no one's coming from Japan, and I was like, "It's gonna be Keith Lee," and uh, he had Japan, a huge push. Japan. Like, I don't know if you know anything about, like, NJPW and stuff, but, like, it's not as, like, a couple of years ago it was on fire. Now it's kind of cooled off. COVID yeah. didn't really help because people are going Jericho, over there. I think Jericho helped that, too. Oh, he did. He yeah. was, part, he was Omega, there. At, he was there at the right time. Yeah, and right before AEW right to start AEW. And then here came COVID and kind of derailed people from going over to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And if you're over there, well, you kind of were over there for a while. Yeah. Um. So you don't have a lot coming out of there. Especially like American talent or you know like uh, other foreign country talent. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so for you know to go where we're going now to have Jay White, who was switch one play of Jay the, White, yeah, who's me. had such a career with Kenny Omega, yeah, which is kind of ironic because Omega's not wrestling right now because he's healing, yeah. And we're I think... going to get here's here's my theory, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to get an NWO-like group. I mean, which you already have it. it it's it's the elite. It, it's Bullet Club, elite slash Bullet Club slash whatever we want to call it today. But inside of that group, you're going to have like inner turmoil. And then it'll kind of riff off from there. Mm-hmm. Everything centers around Omega, Cole. And that's it. That's it. It's Omega and Cole. That's it. So we know that's where we're going, and that's the big money. That's the big draw. Yeah. This time next year, that's probably could be what we're seeing. And they have a trademark name. I want to say it's Paragon. Yeah. P a r a g o n. Yeah, this has been around for. And that yeah. that was trade. Was they trademarked the new... name Paragon because everyone's thinking that Fish and O'Reilly and Cole are going to. Where have they been? Uh, O'Reilly had a baby. Oh, that's true. Yes. And Fish was Fish wrestled on Dark last week. Okay. So I, I think they're just laying low until O'Reilly comes back. That's fair. But um, but then see, Cole's got another side thing going on. Yeah. Cole's are the centerpiece of so many different like, let's call it tentacles, right? Yeah. I just we got to see something here, eventually, like because yeah, now it's starting to get all, all all wacky. Cole, I think he's like eleven. I think he's ten and zero or eleven and zero. They put but the stats some up of the yesterday. people that he's beaten, they're not really that big of a name. I think the biggest name that he beat was Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. I know he beat Frankie Kazarian. Everybody uh, beats Frankie. Yeah, Frankie, Frankie <laughs> he's Kazarian. He's a stepping star. But, yeah, he's a good wrestler to beat as your first match. But um, he lost the Lights Out match to Cassidy, but it doesn't count against the record because it's unsanctioned. But he did beat Orange Cassidy before. But Keith Lee coming in, I think that he looked ring-wise, move set. he looked the same as NXT. You brought this up, and I really didn't pay much attention because I didn't focus a lot of my wrestling watching time before I passed out from the boringness of WWE products during this time <laughs> on Keith Lee. But you said that he gained some weight. 
I think he put on some pounds. Okay. Um, significantly, because um, you can see it. He was mo- he had some ring rust on him. That that's basically the best way to put it. And Isaiah Cassidy sold the shit out of all these moves. Oh yeah, that Beal was like, I'm surprised he didn't Dude, throw he, him over that. Oh top yeah, of he fucking. Should have threw him out the ring from opposite the ring in the mm-hmm. other corner. Yeah, diagonal. Now yeah. he he looked good. I mean, um, the crowd loved him. The crowd was chanting "Bask in His Glory" before the match even started. They're that. saying that Keith Lee, woo yeah. woo Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, All that came off on TV. Yeah, they and when it was they gave like the crowd gave like a almost like a standing like a half standing ovation for him when he was walking back up the ramp during the commercial break. Uh, that was an awesome moment. But in my opinion, the best match of the night, and even though it wasn't, or actually look at all the moments that happened last night between the. The eventual uh, changing of the guard with Wardlow to Keith Lee to that awesome tag match, which I'm talking about next, and to the, the Texas Death Match. And I feel like the Texas Death Match, the main event, kind of falls in the lower part of everything because, in my opinion, the tag match between FTR and Punk and Moxley was the best match of the night. Obviously, and, we know why it closed the death match. Closed yeah, because it's a main That's event. That's a no-banger. It's right. a main event. Yes, I mean, yes. that was just a straight blood bath. Yeah. Blood bath. I just put Literally. it out there. All right. You know what I mean? Um, those two guys are crazy. Lance Archer, ridiculous. Sold the crowd he's, great. He's a big guy. Uh, Jake the Snake. I really hoped that he was going to DDT. Uh, Page <laughs> was so close. Once he gave him the short arm clothesline, everyone was chanting DDT, and it didn't happen. You know, you know, I, I, I everyone was pissed. I was pissed too because you know I'm a 36 year old guy wanting to see fucking Jake the Snake DDT somebody, but put the real DDT. Yeah, on. put the real DDT on him. Um, no, but I mean FTR, and I I was on the side of them where they were standing during the match. They are such an underrated tag team. Like when I watched, I okay. First of all, I know nothing about the move set of wrestling. I know nothing about the psychology. I I I can talk about watching it, but. Just watching it, they're, in my opinion, the best tag team in AEW. They, just they just show watching, you why. just watching them. They answer all the questions that you don't know. Yeah. If you were to like just turn on something one day and watch them do it, you can. They are figure it ridiculous. Out. Yeah. Like the like the psychology and the way they cut the ring in half and you know the way they work together. It's just utterly ridiculous. And you had guys in that, and you had Punk in that match who's like 41 years old who who doesn't move as good as he once did. That's for sure. And you I had, told, I told you, he yeah. Looked, oh, he looked. Washed. And you had Moxley who has the complete opposite ring style as does the um, FTR. Yeah. So for the FTR to take that and basically call the match because I think they did. Yeah. I think they called every single tag spot. And normally they say what styles make matches and yeah. in this case it was like four it was three different kinds of styles. FTR has their own style and Mox has his and CM Punk CM is Punk. trying to regain whatever one he has. I mean <laughs> a lot of that match was based off two hot tags of Punk and Moxley. Yes, correct. But I mean they used the hot tag part of tag team pretty well to to, to what it's for but yeah. ftr set that up with cutting the ring in half for them to do that for the whole time you know yeah. what i mean um they were just ridiculous they sold to the crowd great um you know when you're when you're that close like you can hear like the shit that the camera doesn't pick up on you know what i mean like wheeler and wheeler and harvard just uh talking shit to the crowd and just like making jokes it was hilarious 
Tully Blanchard, he botched that uh, GTS. Oh, yes. I don't know who botched that, but it was kind of... They they talked about it on air. Yeah. It, was, it was kind of uh, kind of disappointing, but, I mean, Tully Blanchard's almost in the 70s, for Christ's sake. Yeah. So, I mean, but... Can we, can we talk about how... All right, this is a little controversial. Yeah. The go to sleep is a lame move. It is. All right. Okay, great. Got yeah. that. Hideo Hatami did it. Punk he was technically it. the first one to do it. It was his move, apparently. Um, I don't think it's that good of a move. It's I'm gonna throw you up and then just kick obviously you in the nose. it's easy to 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 sell it. Mm-hmm. Like I get it, but and do, I get why you call. Do I consider that a great but, finisher? Yeah, it's okay. But I mean, like, what makes a good finisher? Like, if you scroll back in our catalog, wherever you find a podcast, we, we talk about finishers. Um, is it as acclaimed as the RKO, aka the Diamond Cutter? Mm. Probably not. You know what I mean? Um, is it as popular as the rock bottom? Which is just... What do you consider the rock bottom? Just a slam. Just a slam. Yeah, you know what I mean? The stunner, which is kind of like the RKO, both involving the neck area. You know what I mean? Um, it's a modified cutter, I guess. It's a modified yeah. cutter. You know what I mean? But it it's an okay finisher. I think... Uh, Punk milked it, but he also well his first finisher. I remember when he first came in in ECW was a it was like a like a sleeper. Mm. I don't know the technical name. I think it's a Japanese term, but he did he did it last night when Moxley. Did oh, the, that's when yeah. he was putting it on. Yeah. yeah, when Moxley did the guillotine, that was the move that he did. Well, they were back to back. Yeah, when they were back to back. Yeah, it was funny because you know Punk wore the same trunks. Last night that he wrestled against Moxley when he was in WWE. Hmm. They had a side-by-side picture. When Moxley was in the Shield, he faced Punk in a one-on-one match, and he was wearing the same... I don't know if they're the exact same trunks, but they're the same colors. Got it, got it. So, I mean, that was just a small little foreshadowing, I guess, towards the WWE. But it doesn't really matter, because last night just gave, in my opinion, the concrete evidence about the differences in the product and the differences in why we watch wrestling. Well, I mean, if you needed last night to tell you that, I mean, you already knew. The writing oh, yeah. was already on the even, wall. We even know this. Now, now, I sat around fans. Like, the guy behind me, I heard him talk a little bit. He's like, I got I think he just went with his friend because he had a free ticket. But he's like, yeah, I got to start watching AEW now. You know, he kept saying that because he. I guess he doesn't know what the – the program is like it doesn't well, know this you know I the mean, story let me, let me stop you right there that's what they want that's exactly what you want and by putting on the show that they did and they just made a new fan that's how you do it that's exactly how they you do put it. pay-per-view matches on weekly shows yep. like i'm not getting i mean i can get rhea ripley versus nikki ash four weeks in a row on raw right and I'll pick whatever week I decide to watch yeah. it, you know. I right. can get... And it's only going to be two and a half minutes, if that. Exactly. Right. I can get Britt Baker face Thunder Rosa one week, okay, but then Thunder Rosa's facing Britt Baker next week in a women's title match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or They, they do... give you a lot of f- stuff on free TV, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they mean, do. Also... Because there's only four people. Well, that's where I was going. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, they have a different precedent because, again, it's very old school. This is how you do it. I think last night... Now, I've always been an AEW fan from the beginning. I've watched the product, but I think last night really gave me the motivation to go out and buy their pay-per-views. Like, I don't know. I'm like, 
was I really sipping the Kool-Aid? Was I really getting this cult following of AEW and what they're trying to do? No. I'm just saying that as a wrestling fan, I was fucking entertained the entire time. Even during Dark and Rampage and Dynamite. Yeah. The way that show ran. Yeah, you're giddy right now. I don't think I, I've ever I've, seen you smile before. Honestly, like, you see me smile. That's a joke. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm they, not like Shawn Michaels. I haven't lost my smile. They don't know that. You know, you, do you know that whole story about Shawn Michaels losing his smile? Yeah, there's a lot. He got more the shit beat it. out of him at, outside of a bar by yes. a couple guys in the yeah. Navy, I think. Yep. And then he got the shit beat out of him, and he had to take some time, but he lost his smile. Right. And um, no, I mean, I was just happy to be there. You know what I mean? In, yeah. I was just happy to be there. So the next time they're ever in Jersey, and Tony Khan came out, and he was hilarious, and he's like, "Yeah." You know, I've never been in Atlantic City, but we're coming back here again and all the stuff. So, I mean, I, I can see them going back to Atlantic City. I can see them going back to Newark. I can see them going back to New Jersey, obviously, Tri-State area, big wrestling fan, um, you know, climate out here. But, I mean, overall, it was a fucking awesome show to go to. The best climate. It, it is. So, I mean, top to bottom, the show was great. And, it, you know, it's always like uh, from the best of times to the worst of times, right? We always mm-hmm. say from the best to the worst. So... Let's uh, let's steer directions to the complete opposite of, of professional wrestling to what is known as sports entertainment right now and what the WWE is trying to do on the road to Elimination Chamber where, out of the blue, thank you to the 434, they announced a second Elimination Chamber match with the women, right? Six names in the match, only five are told to us right now. Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. That's that's first of all, it's your entire raw women's yeah, roster. It's also the same five you, women they've only been yeah. telling a story with. And also. you're and you're only so missing that, that, Carmella and Vega. But they they can go on any show. Yeah. So and there's a mystery partner and we don't know who it's going to be. I th- said maybe Lita if she loses based on match placement. Alex says, Oh, uh, Oscar. Oh uh, yeah. And I didn't even think about that, but that was interesting that you brought that name up because we haven't seen her in how long? Uh, Seven months? Yeah, man. I lost track a, a yeah, while ago. Like like the Oscar month counter or how much time she missed is just faded out of my memory. She's been out for a while. Yeah, the milk spoiled at this point. Yeah, I wouldn't touch the milk. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think, I think the... I think the food has freezer burn sitting in the freezer. <laughs> right. After six months, after you six toss months, it, right? toss yeah. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that would be good to see her. Do I think she's going to come in and win? I don't know that. See, this is well, the problem. They're who, so who, lost on this year's WrestleMania. They, they don't. Know. Well, if you were reading the dirt, it's like you bathe in it mm. all the time. They don't have. I really a haven't. Lot of, I haven't taken a many lot of dirty showers for, this week. For mania, this uh, dirty shower. Oof. A gold. Better. Yeah. Better than a golden shower. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Um, they change plans that, or don't even have plans. So there's a lot of stuff up in the air right now. It is. There um, is a lot of stuff up in the air. Oscar brings life into what could possibly be shit. It could even be somebody from NXT. It's probably another, not. But it's another body, man. It's another person. It's another person to put into the rotation of shitty matches that they provide on Raw every week with the same five and or where, six where, women. Right. Where are we going with Becky? Is this Lita thing going to end here? Because there is no March pay-per-view. It goes no. right into Mania. Unless they decide to do something special on TV, but whatever. But 
Um, does the Lita feud with Becky continue? Or does Asuka... I made this point a couple episodes ago. You can check it out in the archive. I don't know what fucking episode, but I know <laughs> I said it. It's not 98 because that's what we're on Dang. right now. Um, that Asuka could kind of pick up where, you know, she was the last person to hold the, the Raw Women's Championship at a certain point. Um, you know, from Becky, which was kind of not gifted, but technically, you know, in a sense it was. It was. So, you know, they could maybe do that. Becky versus Asuka at Mania. I don't think we've seen it before. No. So not I mean, at Mania, no. That's a good that's a good marquee match there, and maybe not Lita goes on to some with somebody else. I don't know what like her deal is. When I mean deal, I mean like actual deal or contract, you know, um, with the WWE. So I don't know if she's got a couple more matches, whatever, like our old buddy Goldberg, which we'll probably get to. Mm-hmm. Um or Oldberg, for that matter. Um, so, you know, I, I hope it's Asuka as that sixth woman in that chamber. That would be exciting. Kind of, like you said, give you some, some fresh air there and allow all these other women to kind of breathe and we can kind of get something new and, and fresh and not feel like I didn't change my underwear for a long time. Yeah, well, Saudi Arabia... The people that live there and the people that, first of all... They're starting to make everything in Saudi Arabia canon, though. You know what I mean? Like, remember the first few shows? Nothing mattered after that show. When it happened, it happened, and you forgot about whatever the fuck Now they're putting meaning into it. Now they're putting meaning into it. That's because whoever is paying the money to Vince McMahon, they are basically writing the script for that show. Yeah. So... If they want Goldberg, Remember Goldberg's the, here. This is, these are the same people who wanted dead wrestlers. Yeah. If they want Lita, because Lita's a, a big name in the history of women's wrestling in the past 25 years. I mean, if I'm they surprised wanna, if they wanted Lita because, you know, in Saudi Arabia, you know, women are like yeah. fifth class over there. So, you know, don't forget that. But they're bringing in Lita, who's a big name, mm-hmm. right? It's what, either Lita what or does Trish. The, yeah, what right. does the WWE do? Not they always, <laughs> they all, the WWE legend, they always bring in special names for special events. So this is just another name coming in. Twice a year. Twice a year. Do I secretly see her beating Becky Lynch in Saudi Arabia? I, the yeah. only way that can work is if Becky maybe inserts herself into the elimination chamber. But to carry Lita as a women's champion for almost two months on programming every week leading into WrestleMania. I don't see it. It's a, it's a lot to ask of someone is. who isn't a full-time wrestler it is. anymore. Either. I see her and Lita. I see, I mean, I see Lita and Becky having a really good match. Same. I see them putting Becky having, obviously will do the heavy lifting. Yeah. I, I think mean, Becky, that's a no-brainer. Becky will, will run the match. I think she'll call the match. Mm-hmm. She'll win the match, but I think that'll be lengthwise. It'll be, you know, 15 minutes maybe. That's a long time, 15, 20-minute match. Yeah, that's um, a long time for them. Yeah, I think that there's going to be a lot of time. I think Lita's going to hit her moonsault. I think Lita's going to, you know, have a couple close calls. But I think at the end of the day, Becky's going to win. But at the same time, you're making everybody finishes. happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which just leads me to the fact that Going into WrestleMania, the plan was to have Bianca versus Becky the entire time. That was the plan. Bianca versus Becky. I didn't hear anything about about Ronda Rousey. But since Ronda's challenging Flair, that part is dead. Yeah. 
So if they're going to stick to their normal um, plan. Unless they don't come up with anything and somehow insert it, and then it's another three-way again. And God help us. No. I think that they're going to want to tell. I think they're going to they're gonna want to have a rematch of Bianca and Becky just to lead off what they did at SummerSlam last year. Because Bianca lost. Well, everybody figured that after SummerSlam, everybody figured that would be the main event of WrestleMania at some point. Yeah, a cult of predictability. That's what it is. But I don't think that Bianca and Becky is going to main event first night of Mania. Absolutely not. Ronda Rousey's main event in the first night of Mania. Becky and Bianca is going to be second night, probably opening match. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to be. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Second night opening match is Bianca versus Becky. Yeah. So that's my pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the breaking news sounder like I did uh, a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I, they they want to stay safe because they're putting all they're they're putting all the chips in next year, right? They're putting all the chips in with the Rock and Ronda. Next I hope, year, I hope they are. I th- I think it's this is it. This is we've been saying it for two years. This is it. Well, all the chips are in the pot now. Well, then once they want to go safe. They need, they need to do so. <clears throat> That's fine. On a podcast I was listening to another one today, um, you know they were talking about Roman Reigns and his reign, and it's like okay, it's got to come to a head at some point. <clears throat> I know you and I had talked about this a few months ago around Survivor Series time, where I think he's got to drop the belt for a little bit do his own thing and then come back and win it at a certain point there's so nobody that can beat him right now mm, yeah all right so we're back here again but it's true now because Big E is officially a tag team wrestler yeah he is he got moved to tag Kofi Jeez. it's official now what about when Woods comes back he has his own gimmick as being King Woods and his time is going to be spent on G four and taking a backside in that in that role, in my opinion. Got it. That's why Big E's back with Kofi because obviously Kofi can't do anything by himself because they don't know how to control mid card champions, aka Shinsuke Nakamura and their challengers that that Shinsuke should be facing. Right. And Kofi is a good example of that. So, what I think Vince is going to do, and I can't believe I'm saying this, I think that Brock's going to win. And I think that they're going to have a title unification match so that and- at Mania. Okay. Okay. The champion is going to pull double duty. He's going to have to. The roster's too small. Yeah. And they made it that way. They did. They made it that they way. They made it that way. Now, on a business side, you know. They should be doing that with the women, too. They should have been doing that with the women years a while. Ago. Yeah, there's not enough women. Whole, yeah. There's not enough women on that roster. Even when there were more women, mm-hmm. still wasn't enough. Yeah, there's not enough women on the roster to to run how they're doing it now. There's no. simply not enough. You know, especially with a few more weeks of Alexa Bliss. Nine getting nine segments they, they have filmed, taped for right? that. They filmed nine. You see, segments. she's starting to kind of. She's. I don't want to say. Back I don't want to say regret, but you know, yeah. That's the old clothes the change end. now, yeah. and yeah. Although they did just put out a new shirt with her and yeah. her whatever, but that's because they print shirt. They're printing money. Yeah. Right. Do you know that the Lily doll was like the second most popular item the whole year last mm-hmm. year? The fucking Lily. I think the Bloodline shirt was one, but the Lily doll was two. We the ones, Tom. Yeah, that shirt's fire. I got it. Um, the white one is nice too. The white one, the red one's nice too. Any fucking color shirt's nice. 
I think what what Vince wants to do is he wants, even though in his mind he knows that he has next year booked, I think that he wants to make the safest bet in the safest way and tell the best story of this feud between Brock and Roman and at Mania. The way you do that is to have Brock be the champion, the WWE champion, and you have Roman be the universal champion, and you fucking unify that belt. And I hope they just make it a WWE championship and get rid of this universal crap. They could. It's they, just they should. Like they should. The, 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 it's the, the name. The, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. That's it. Mm-hmm. You drop the universal title. You drop everything that has to do with it. There, have, I think they're. I think by the end of this year, we will have a new title out. It's also a new way to to sell it because I'll buy it. I'll fucking buy it. What do you mean, like a world title? Uh, no, uh, yeah, a new championship will be out. This time next year, we can be talking about this belt. Men for mid cards or like main eventers? Main no, the actual WWE championship. I think oh, it's going like a to style. You the mean? Style oh, of the I thought belt. you meant like a new one was going to get created. No, no, God, no, oh, no, no, okay. no, 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 that was when Becky had a nice shiner and she had a black eye. Mm. Uh, I remember on Raw the next day when, when Charlotte Flair had her coronation ceremony, she had a huge black eye. But Vince, I think Vince is going to pull the trigger on that, which is fine because the safest way is to have Brock win that chamber match and then have him go, especially because the match is in Saudi. So to keep the fans happy... You you let Brock win over there because they're gonna cheer for fucking anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. The only person that they won't cheer for probably is Austin Theory. And it's and, and it's sad to say that I don't think Bobby Lashley would get a lot of cheers. I think Brock will get more, even though Bobby's a face here in the states mm. and he has been acting like a face. Oh yeah, you know what? I, all the women have to uh, dress up to. Yeah, there. and that's and Bianca's that. pissed because she I think she had a certain outfit that she had picked out or she made because Bianca makes all of her clothes. I mean, she knew that. She had a match last year over yeah. there. So that's nothing new. Well, I, I read it in the dirt sheets. If she's pissed off, I mean, you know, that that's for, that's on you for forgetting about that. I mean, you got whatever gear and then a, a T-shirt. It's just an it's honor just, to have it on, yeah. You know who's going to look the weirdest? Rhea. Yes. Fully, yeah, fully clothed from like, head to toe. Like, I, I mean, mean I know, she wears Nikki pants Ash now. literally already does it, so that's Yeah, fine. all Nikki has to do is wear a shirt. Yeah, just a shirt. Do dropped it at last year. Liv Morgan's gonna look different, but whatever, it's fine. Yeah, you know. But I, I, I think like back to Brock. Like Vince is just saying to himself, "Let me get by this year. Let me get by." But that's a terrible way to think. It is because anything could happen. He's, as we know in the past, he's looking at the future. He's looking past this. one. He is looking that's, at the what future. What do they say? Don't look past your opponent, yeah. right? If he can book. Rock and Roman for next year, and if he can book Becky and Ronda, and he, set it up. And he's been waiting and to you play this sell. card for a long fucking time. And what happens when you play that card? It it happens, whatever. Then you got to come up with something new. Good let luck me, with that one. Let me let, let me tell you why he's setting this up now. See if he sells the company in January, four months before Mania, right? You get this. You set this program up now, 
people are going to want to fucking go hand over fist for that company. So this is a legacy thing. Do you know how much money he's going to make next year? This is a legacy thing. You know how much? Yeah. He made one, almost $1.1 billion this year. And they through, still fired Through people. the Thunderdome. They released a shitload of people. They had no fans. They were just banking on merchandise sales, marketing, television. How and the, no live are, events. Which no, they don't no really live events. Much However the fuck anyway. they get their money. However the hell they got their money. They made $1.1 billion. Well, they got ad revenue. Yeah. Think Everybody about, else does the work for you. Think about how much money he's going to make now when you have someone like Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, who is the highest paid actor, ironically, was probably one... Oh, Ar- guess arguably... What? And guess what? XFL starts next year. Yeah. Arguably, in some people's opinions, the greatest champion in the Attitude Era, who is related... To your number one guy in your company now, you can't write this any easier. You book it now, and if you want to sell it, you sell it in January. Then you leave. You wipe your hands clean. You get your this company is, this for is the riding highest off, bid. This is riding off into the sunset, going out, yeah. looking up. This looking is it. The lights. Yeah. You released your son. Ironically, <laughs> this could all be decoy. This can all be a decoy. Why is Triple H out so long? Is he really hurt? Is he really unhealthy? Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. Maybe it's Vince saying, I'm taking you off television because this is what's going to happen in the next nine months. Ten months. Well, that's a stretch, but anything's possible. You know how much money Vince has in his account, probably? And and Triple H and and Stephanie. They're set for the rest of their lives. They never needed it, yeah. The entire landscape of professional wrestling is going to change in the next nine months. I can guarantee you that. And these smaller companies like GCW, there was a lot of GCW fans yesterday there, at AEW. There was chant last GCW night is the new ECW of this culture. Absolutely. Hands down. 100%. You're and, fucking and, right. And, and, they're, and, and it's they're on fire crazy. right now, too. It's kind of crazy because it's getting driven by Matt Cardona. And Nick Gage and these hard you talk about hardcore fans, these guys are fucking crazy. So they're you, e- it's ECW. Yeah. The, 3.0. Yeah. Not 2.0, 3.0. The the generation and the cultural landscape of professional wrestling is gonna change in the next nine months when Vince McMahon sells the company in January, where he books the main event for next year's WrestleMania earlier this year, people play hand over fist for him, and then these competitors like AEW, who's much higher than GCW, but if you put GCW, you put Impact Wrestling, you put even fucking Japan all in the same category to the competition of WWE, you're going to see such a dramatic change with him selling the company. He is lining it up now. This is the only way this is going to work. And the fact that we talked about how you book Brock and Roman for a title unification now, this is the building blocks of what's going to happen in the next nine months. Vince wants to get his one foot's out the door or his one foot's in the grave. He took Triple H out. I don't know how. Maybe, okay, he's unhealthy. Okay, he is. Say if he is. He say put, if he's he not, though. something in his, uh, his pre-workout. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, say if Vince is just saying, all right, Paul, you're going to sit this out until I sell the company in January. Shane, you're going to take a back seat. Where's Stephanie been? When's the last time you saw Stephanie McMahon on television? Not on TV. She's just doing her goodwill and whatever she does. Maybe she is. The fact that Nick Khan is basically running the WWE, the fact that Bruce Pritchard 
is now running NXT, even though Shawn Michaels is, is basically running it, that's perfectly fine. Because Shawn can be the scapegoat from everything he learned from Triple H. It's all just a mind game. Vince is going is to completely screw the company and sell and then leave. That's it. That's it. That's the answer. So when you have AEW coming on the tails in the rearview mirror like they are, like they have been with all these different signings and the WWE giving them the motivation to do that. I don't think it's good. What? Like after putting all that stuff into perspective, I mean, from a Vince McMahon standpoint, any, anybody named McMahon, of course, it's, yeah. a, it's a win, 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 win situation. Yeah. But um, I just think, I don't know, that it's just weird. What, they think, they think of wrestling without the WWE? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the WWE will still it, be there, but it'll be ran by a different company. Yeah, and I think that's why. And, do you, that, that's and who do you who do you think he wants to sell it to? Who do you think he wants to fucking sell it to? Who's the biggest company you can think of? Fucking uh, Facebook? No. <laughs> entertainment <laughs> company. What do you oh, think? Oh, entertainment company. Yeah. Well, Disney. Yes. But yeah. I mean, they made a deal overseas Disney. for stuff. So then you see Disney. Say if Disney buys WWE. Great. Then I'm going to see Bluey characters. No. My daughter's you, favorite. No, you're going to see show. WWE on ESPN. You're going to see WWE Again. on ABC. You're going to see WWE on fucking Sports Center. Again. Again. You're going to see WWE, maybe even well, Disney Well, Fox World. is like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. I wonder how long that... that program ends that's a whole nother thing that you know that's dependent on what that contract is you might have to wait that one out but then all right so you got disney now you got uh you got the house of mouse abc is owned by disney right? yeah it's been forever well here's the thing if if say if disney bought wwe they're not gonna be on eight o'clock on a friday yeah you know well maybe I mean, what? I can't even tell you what the biggest show on ABC is. Uh, Grey's Anatomy on Grey's Anatomy, yeah. Rock, yeah. Hopefully by then it's over. Thank God, please. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, where would you put? Where would you put the show? Where would exactly. you put SmackDown? There's a lot of like other little things that like. There is, but I mean, way I, above I, I just, I just, I see it, man. You slowly see it. And it's like, what were they giving? What kind of drinks were they giving out in Atlantic City? Because you just have. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have a drink. I didn't like drink Kool Aid. But like, thoughts. if you like, what I just mentioned though, like, I realistically see it happening. You woke up. He woke, Tom woke up out of a a, a trance. A, a, not of a trance, but like a deep, deep sleep. No, but like honestly, Sweating, like, like oh my god. Yeah, like I, I, like I really thought about this on the way home last night. I said to myself, I think I just witnessed one of the best wrestling shows I've ever seen live. And I've seen WrestleMania, and I've seen Money in the Bank, and the takeover that I went to in Hartford was really good too, but or in Bridgeport. I just you, you see the signs when everybody got released, and you really didn't think about it. Why are they making all these cuts? Why are they making all these cuts? Well, everybody was talking about it. after the first cuts. Um, what like the Braun Strowman ones? Before that. So last year's. So like the Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins um, cuts. Luke Harper cut. Luke Harper. Yeah. Okay. John, John Huber. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that cut. After that cut, that's when talks started going because it didn't make sense. Then that f- next round of cuts into COVID and, and stuff. Now you're like, okay, where are we going? The and biggest then, one that, was, that, the, was that the Keith fire, Lee one. Yeah. The fire started to burn even brighter. 
the the biggest one was the was the cross keithley Strowman yep. and all this and now here you go after each round it becomes more and more apparent well the fiend got released by himself the fiend was just one day we're releasing bray wyatt mm. like he he wasn't in a batch of cuts he got released i remember on a sunday i remember because i was home but I mean, names like Lee and Cross got cut together. Dream got cut earlier, you know what I mean. Um, but I see it happening, man. I just, you know, it, it's not a trance. It's it's reality. You know, it could happen like that. Yeah, I no, wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't I, be surprised. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. No. because all sides I'm not, point to you I'm being not, completely right. You know, what you I know, mean? I I think that Vince is the kind of guy, the the kind of businessman. If you look at his in his entire career, when he bought out his fucking father originally to get the company, he's a and cut, he bought he's, out. He's a cutthroat guy. Mm-hmm. He Everybody bought, knows that, though. I yeah. mean, that, that that's apparent. Yeah, but this this is to the like and tenth degree. I mean, granted, yeah, he, granted, he's on another level. But at the end of the day, what do you go into business for? To to be to cut make throat. a lot yeah. to be cutthroat to make a shitload of money. Be good at making money. Mm-hmm. Monopoly. Monopoly. You try to control everything. And he did that in the beginning. He bought the company from his father, and he bought out every single other company, or he was poaching wrestlers right. to make the other and com- a, to make the other territories bankrupt. And at a time yeah. where everybody frowned upon it, all those other smaller companies, mm-hmm. because that wasn't the way they were doing business. So, you know, there there's plenty of stories, and we can go back and talk about that one day, of... The trials and tribulations of Vince and Kennedy McMahon. Of when Vince took over and what he started to do in that ten-year period, that mm-hmm. first ten-year period, people on the—I well, don't want to say the Indies, but you know, in the territories—that mm-hmm. was the, like the monop- that was the smoking gun for them. The that, monopoly of McMahon. Right. He did pass go. He did collect two hundred dollars. Oh yeah, he did. He collected a lot more than two hundred dollars. Almost went to jail, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But got out of that. Those for what he did. In the early to mid '80s, when he started doing that, mm-hmm. that was '83, '84. Yeah, that was what at the start of when things that, that got was really that, real. That, yeah, when if he between does, 1980 and 1990, I would say more so between '85 and '90. Right, yeah, the but last five years. Take yeah. take it as '85. So, and I say next year. So, in that 37 years of 36, 37 years of him being a businessman. He's taken those practices that he used in 1986, and he's going to bring it to this time in 2020, at the time, 2023. But evolve but, it to fit what's going on in today's world. Exactly. Got it. I mean, that's what the best business and, men do. And, evolve, and right? he has had competition during that time. He had WCW, who technically beat him for a while. He had ECW, who never really had a chance. Now, if you look at it now, you have AEW, which is in that same playing field. Who beats them at that time? And you have GCW, who was like ECW. So are we saying history is doomed to repeat itself? I'm saying that in this situation... Or more companies would learn from past... I think that more companies will learn. And I think that AEW with the bank, they have a shitload of money. Of course. Exactly. It's the cons. Yeah, they have... Yeah, that's a no-brainer. They have the artillery to do this. Yeah. That's something that I think that was missing from from WCW. I mean, we can also say that about Ted Turner, too. Yeah, but when AOL bought it, that's when it completely changed. Yeah, correct. Right? AOL stopped pumping money in. Yeah. You know how many different presidents of WCW there were before Ted Turner arrived? A shitload, because no one can control it. 
At one point, Dusty Rhodes is running the effort, the whole fucking ship, right? It was Crockett. It was Rhodes. Those names like that. That's when no one wanted to work for WCW. Right, and they had no money. Yeah, and then Ted Turner came, and everybody wanted to work for for WCW. And then when, Garen, and, who wouldn't want to work for a million-dollar guaranteed yeah, contract? Yeah, and then Bischoff said, Here, here's a million dollars right year. now. Yeah. I'm going to guarantee you $3 million if you work for me for this year. Wow, I'm going to come work for you. I'm going to go cut my finger off in my garage right now, and then guess what? I'm still getting paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So completely different business practices from what Vince McMahon grew up on. Because mm-hmm. he kind of wrote that book. Did he learn from his father? No, because he bought his father out. You know what I mean? We're going to see that now, man. Because his father was we're one of the see, territory guys. We're going to see that to the point of him walking away from the smoke after getting his ass kicked in the Attitude Era, his back up against the wall leading up to it, having the rise of Hulkamania, having the rise of professional wrestling, and you, the only reason why you're there is because of names like Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, Steve Austin, The Rock, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Undertaker, all these names. You're going to ride off into the sunset like you're fucking John Wayne at the end of a Western movie, my friend. And you're going to walk away with your family financially set, with you financially set, and everything is off your shoulders. Hey, that's a business model I want to get behind. That's it, man. That's it's going to happen it. like that. That's I right. think that's what's going to happen. It's going to be fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So all this talk for the past 24 minutes has led from the fact that if you unify the WWE Championship belt <laughs> with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, you're going to solve the, the mystery, the unsolved mystery. No, you're going to end the chapter. But you're going to also conclude the unsolved mystery of how you get the Rock and Roman together. <laughs> That's a long way to go to just to get Rocket Roman Reigns. What other way is there to do it, man? Right. That's like six degrees of Kevin. What Bacon other right What other way? Because remember last year we're like, oh yeah, Rock's coming back, man. Rock's coming back. Well, we knew they wanted to do yeah. this, but we we thought it we we now we really thought it was going to be this year, right? That's what we really thought. Well, that we, was that was before we found out where Mania was going to be. Yes. Yeah. Before it was announced that the the Mania Texas goes Hollywood. Was, yeah. 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 Correct. Hollywood, rock, actor, related to Roman. Right, that's all. Roman's not losing. Roman's going to be the champion until next year. <sighs> that's like, you're entering like Hogan era. That's fine. I, I got it. Right, you, Your whole diatribe right there. Basically. That's fine. Yeah. You doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't fucking matter who's the champion. As long as Roman Reigns is, is doing what he's doing, he's a champion. Yeah. No one can touch him. He can't get beaten. No I, one can beat I, him. I just want to know who does other than The Rock. That's it. And then what do you do from there? Somebody's got to carry that new mantle, let's call it. Let's Tom. Mm-hmm. Let's call it Tom's new world order yeah. here. If The Rock wins, it's not Vince's problem anymore. TWO. It's, <laughs> it's not Vince's problem because he sold the company. All right. But realistically, it would be The Roman again. And then you start all over. You start the vicious cycle again. The Rock against Roman is The Rock's last match. No. Should That'll be, be the second, last second match. to last match. Yeah, yeah the one where the Rock's last belt, match yeah. when he loses the belt. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. It's a great story. So, do you say that the Rock wins the Royal Rumble this year? Imagine that. People, uh, a lot of people. He doesn't need to. That's the point. Exactly. We're right back to it. No, don't get me started on this because mm-hmm. we're running along here. Right back to why the Rumble is important and what we just fucking talked about last yeah. week. Right. Yeah. You don't need 
Lesnar and uh, Ronda to win these things uh-huh. because they can get a match at any point. Anybody can get a fucking match. Well, the Goldberg, Ro- the for Rock's instance. Gonna I'm have, next. The okay, Rock's going to have to win the Royal Rumble, though. If they unify the belts. Uh, well, right? yeah. Well, so great. Imagine this pop now. Imagine they unify the belts. The Rock comes out at Royal Rumble. Say if the Royal Rumble's in Miami next year. Well, for example, wherever it gets announced can almost kind of help write the story. Yes, we already know the Hollywood part. Yeah, if you're telling me it's it's Miami where they're going, okay, you know, it makes it way less special. How now. about that? Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. Too much sense where it's like, oh, then the fans get up in arms because we give them too much, you know. Or say if it's a, it's gonna be in a bit and it's gonna be it's gonna be in a big city, obviously. They're doing a bit. It's a comedy bit, right? Yeah. Now. Are you doing a bit? bit? I'm doing a bit. Yeah. Right. They're doing a bit. All right. You unify the titles. You make Roman end the chapter of him and Brock. Brock goes this way. Brock's done. He's fine. He's finally done. You don't need Brock anymore. Because remember last year? Because Brock cost I mean, you a lot of money. Do you remember last week when you said you talk about different eras? Mm-hmm. You said Hogan and oh, we're in Austin. The Roman era, we're in the yeah. Roman. We were just in the Brock area for the ruthless aggression slash handing it over to John Cena. Mm. So now you get Lesnar out of the equation, unify it. You have him win a chamber. He's done after Mania. And then Rock comes back at Rumble. Because remember, for a Rumble winner, wins, goes and challenges for WrestleMania. The Rock comes out. That's how he's introduced again. Boom. Good day, and sir. Boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. Good day, sir. In the words of Willy Wonka, mm-hmm. you lose. Good day. All right. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. <laughs> the walls have to be cleaned. Yeah. But that's just one match at Elimination Chamber. We're not going to blow our load because. Well, apparently you did. Well, no. It's no, all, it's fine. It's all over these figures now. No, they're, I'm, they're just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just giving. I'm just, stink, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't give a pick to my women's chamber match. I didn't give a pick to my. Much anticipated match of Matt Cat Moss and Drew McIntyre. I didn't give my pick to the tag team match. We're gonna save. Well, that you don't for... have to. Can no. we save that for next week. Exactly. Like episode ninety fucking nine. Because we're gonna be coming back to you with a brand new episode of Sons of Flip Radio next week. Wow, a hundred uh, episode a hundred is gonna be a pretty much a, a review of Elimination Chamber. We're going live for a hundred. Um. Yeah, we're going live for a hundred two, two weeks. weeks. Yep. But next week, because then I'll be off. The next That's good, Friday, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Good. Remember, next week, coming back to you live with a brand new episode. Uh, we'll be throwing out some TikToks in between. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Sunset Flip Radio, Facebook at Sunset Flip Radio, Twitter at Sunset Flip Radio, TikTok at Sunset Flip Radio. Nice. We're Just available. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're available everywhere you get your podcasts Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify. Amazon Music. Also, we're on Pod Bay, which I found out. And you know what? For instead of me wasting your time every fucking at the end of episode for eight seconds, anywhere you get your podcast, I guarantee you that you can find us there. How about that? Hey, we're everywhere. We're so everywhere. You have no excuse but to like play us like and a champion. Rule seventy six. Where can you Where can you email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail dot com? Yes. Um, brand new episode next week. Enjoy SmackDown. Enjoy the storytelling of what should be an okay Elimination Chamber and what should be an okay WrestleMania if they can figure it out. But in the meantime, as always, I'm one of your co-hosts, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi, always joined 
on our leather card table by the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. We are Sons of Foot Radio, and for the 98th time, we are out for today. And as always, peace, love, and wrestling. Follow us everywhere. Cool down now. And take care. Later. You're.